0: Welcome back to our insights here at Offshore Europe. I'm Amy Cox, and I'm joined here by Matt Nesbitt, VP of um, Growth and Development for Operations EMEA. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for, for doing me. me. Yeah. So we're on day two. How's yep. it been?
1: Fantastic. You can probably see from the Cheshire cat grin <laughs> on my face that you know it's just been so good seeing so many happy people, such massive energy, and it's really just palpable here in, in the hallway and in the forums that we've sat in today. It's, It's amazing, I think, 50 years this conference has been running and it's great to be back after, obviously, an absence as a result of the pandemic. So, fantastic.
0: Great. And so what's been your highlights of today? Have you attended any sessions? Yeah, I mean,
1: it's where do we start? I mean, it was an early start. Uh, We had the breakfast briefing at uh, half past seven. But, you know, really insightful um, OEUK energy reports. And, you know, the details that that report highlighted really, first of all, kind of probably gave us a lot of confidence that there's a lot of things for us to be positive about yeah. and, and get after and be constructive about um but also some challenges that we can we can unlock in terms of things that we can get after as, as service companies so yeah it's been really really good i think a key takeaway from that session was how we as individuals we as companies and we as a sector and industry really need to find our collective voice yeah. to to understand where we fit in the energy transition and net net zero journey because we have a lot to offer in that whether it be working in carbon capture hydrogen production uh electrification and offshore assets there's so many positive things that we can influence um so yeah that would probably probably the highlight of the day
0: great i think for me i, I listened to one of the sessions and someone spoke about how as an industry we know what needs to be done so we yeah. just need to get after it and i think there's been a lot of that conversation today and yesterday Absolutely. You know, so rather than waiting, let's just get yeah. on.
1: There's there's, there's definitely a, a kind of positive swell, I think. You know, there's a there's a feeling of can-do, rolling up the sleeves, and, you know, ha- confidence in terms of, we have the tool set to make the energy transition a possible. Now, it's not without its challenges, and yeah. some of that are directly in our hands. Some of them are maybe other stakeholders, like government, et cetera, that need to be engaged to pull closer to the, the discussion table and, and move things forward. but. Yeah, absolutely. We're very, very positive about it. Good.
0: And what does that mean from a wood perspective? Obviously, we've got our new strategy. How do we fit into the overall integrated energy mix, I guess?
1: As you know, decarbonisation is right at the centre of our strategy. And, you know, 50% of the carbon capture projects globally, Wood's been involved in already. And we want to see that percentage increase over time. And, you know, listening to um, the likes of Dan Carter, our president for uh, decarbonisation is truly inspiring the knowledge and experience we have so leveraging that engaging yeah. in the right conversations with uh, with customers can can make that a reality um, another thing that we can do is by delivering for our customers so as you know Amy, we've just had a massive success with yeah. a, a partnership being awarded to us by Harbour Energy which has been announced uh, publicly this week you know being able to influence and support their aspirations as a customer and taking an agent in assets and, and looking at how we can make that more energy efficient and um, sustainable from an environmental perspective. Feels good. Yeah. You know, it feels like, you know, you're you're in the game. You're yeah. not sitting on the sidelines. And, uh, you know, I think that's exactly where we as an organization want to be.
0: Yeah. And it's that recognition that it's not just automatically going to be all this new renewable energy. There's a transition to happen. And we're part of that.
1: 100%. I yeah. think uh, Dave Whitehouse, the CEO of OeUk, UK, touched on that. Um, earlier on today, and it's something I'm fully passionate about as well, they are, you know, the the energy transition in oil and gas are one and the same subject. It's, it's energy at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, as somebody who's worked uh, for the organization for 20 years and various different parts of uh, the organization in different sectors, there's so many opportunities there to leverage skills that we have that could be very applicable in oil and gas but that can absolutely transfer into other, other uses to help to deliver deliver the solutions we need
0: great so to ride on that positive wave what's what's next for you for the rest of the week is there any sessions that are piquing yes, your interest
1: i'm very busy uh, as you can tell amy um so yeah busy night tonight uh and then tomorrow we're uh, really looking forward to the offshore electrification of assets um something that's probably a wee bit of a, a, a pet interest for me coming from an electrical background <laughs> in the past so we know how possible it is obviously there's some ambitious targets that have been set for our customers to make that happen and we're already engaged in some of the early study phase to 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 make that happen so keen to hear what others have to say on the subject so yeah looking forward to it
0: great lovely well thanks so much for joining me to matt really appreciate it and then um, we'll catch up again soon thank you very much Bye. cheers